0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Drama School Dropout Which is now part of the High Productions family As per usual, my name is Ingram Noble And I am your resident Drama School Dropout This week I am joined by the standout queen of Canada's Drag Race Season 1 She is not like other Queens Please welcome to the podcast, Boa Drama School Dropout
1: No graduation day for you Hello. Hey, how are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Uh coping well with all of the shit that we're going through. How are you?
1: <laughs> I'm great. I'm amazing. Living the dream. Doing all this traveling. I'm rich. <laughs> Finally a Ru girl costumes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like know if said. I consider myself I don't know if I consider myself a Rue girl because like RuPaul wasn't hosting, but I think I'm like a drag race girl.
0: That was something I wanted to ask you. Was it set out from the beginning? Like did you always know that Rue wasn't going to be there or was that like a fun surprise?
1: Well, they did they did the announcement. They announced the judges uh before airing. And I mean before filming. So, I knew who was going to be there. I was just pissed about it. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) I think we all might have been. Um, The jokes don't come for me
0: on Twitter because I know everybody was coming at everyone for taking the piss out of jeffrey i'm like i'm not into that um but when you were like going through casting and things was it like not what you led to believe but was it like sort of thought that it was going to be rue
1: uh i honestly like i didn't even know what to think i was just so invested in my in my own self that i wasn't able to like think of other things that (laughs) could possibly be happening on the show because i was just so stressed out trying to get
0: trying to get ready for that shit yeah exactly so the first thing that I sort of like to ask everyone I know I've already asked you something that comes on the podcast is how did you get into drag and performance and what was that very first gig or role or theater show that you done like
1: so uh, I was 19 years old out of high school I didn't go to college and I was working at a place that I hated it's called Value Village it's uh it's like a, a thrift store but it's like a it's like a a corporate thrift store. And, uh, I was working in the back. I was working in production. So my days would consist of me getting up at six to go to work for seven, seven to three. And then it, yeah, it was just, uh, I hated it. I was working with a lot of people that I really didn't like. And, uh, I did it for almost a year. Um, so between that time, I, uh, I just started getting interested in drag i was i was partying a lot i was at the clubs a lot so i saw drag queens a lot and uh, i would like have, i would have dreams that i was like a drag queen which now i know are actual nightmares but i'm not just joking um but uh yeah so i kind of got interested and then uh a friend there was this uh makeup challenge that guys were doing on facebook at the time and It was like the makeup selfie challenge where guys could put on makeup and take a selfie and challenge their friends And a friend of mine challenged me and uh, I just wanted to do a better job. So I actually, I went to YouTube and I watched a tutorial and I was like, damn, I look pretty girl. Like, oh my God, like I'm slaying this. And then uh, I just started buying some drag and this, that, and the other thing. And then I, my first gig was actually a fill-in on a, uh, it was like a a little type afternoon cruise that the drag queen um, canceled. So they needed someone to fill in. So they called me and they were like, we're going to pay you four hundred dollars and then just come do this i was like fuck yeah i'll do it <laughs> and uh and yeah the rest is history and then it's different you know,
0: right? to other people start with like we've done it in a talent show you're like no i got paid money <laughs> yeah bitch <laughs> <laughs> so you were working at this like corporate thrift, show, thrift store with people that you didn't like and then you went to canada's drag race with people that you didn't like how, how did that change <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh so i moved to toronto i was actually uh I was actually like with somebody kind of. I was kind of seeing somebody and they didn't want to date a drag queen. They weren't supportive. And and then I just decided to move to Toronto, where I actually dropped out. So I am a beauty school dropout, which is kind of funny. Beauty um, school
0: dropout, drama school dropout, and, we're all uh, here for
1: it. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah. And so then I just started doing it more regularly and building myself up and creating creating my drag. And it, it just yeah, it just kind of over the years, everything kind of fell into place. I believe, I may be wrong,
0: you filmed last year for Canada's Drag Race.
1: Yeah, we filmed a while
0: ago. So what was that like then going away? Like it's sort of every drag queen's dream, unless you're um, Paul O'Grady and hate RuPaul. Um, what was that like getting on the show and being like the supreme cast of Canada? Because we just had the spin-off of the UK, we'd have Drag Race Thailand. Was it like, oh, this is gonna be good?
1: Yeah, so what happened was I was actually recently sober. I was uh, uh, two months, just shy of two months sober um, when the show was announced. And between that time after uh, starting my recovery, I I found a new love for drag and um, it just became such a passion of mine, right? Like I was like, I got nothing else to do right now. I'm not not fucked up all the time. Like I might as well focus (laughs) on my drag. And uh, over the years, I've really struggled with addiction. And that kind of put my reputation in a little bit of turmoil. Um, Also, like, when you find a common enemy people tend to group up on that person if that makes sense right like like uh you don't everyone doesn't like uh Justin Bieber right that's just like a a no so the whole world so a lot of queens weren't very nice to me and uh I got a lot of. I I just got I got shit on a lot by a lot of people so when I was applying I was just like I better get on this fucking show man like this is gonna (laughs) be like the best the best shit ever and I got on and I was like oh my god this is great like uh I'm gonna stick all their fucking noses in it and uh (laughs) and uh yeah I mean like I wasn't focused on that obviously it was just something I kind of chuckled about here and there but I did it and it's just so crazy because like a lot of the people that were complete assholes to me I've now surpassed them.
0: (laughs) Now they're in your DMs being like can you come and like introduce my zoom quiz?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's uh it's just so funny like how the turntables, right? <laughs> I,
0: I just want to say as well, like I watched the, All the Meet the Queens when they came out because obviously we were in lockdown and it's like new season of Drag Race. I'm so here for it after the shit show that was season 12. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and it, it, straight up I had two favorites right from the beginning of those Meet the Queens. The first one was Juicebox and the second one was you. And I was like, okay, one of them two is going to win. One of those two is going to win. I'm in like group chats with all my friends and I'm like, right, Team Juicebox, Team Boa, here we go. Episode one, Juicebox goes home. So I'm like, (laughs) like, all my hopes now rest on Boa for me to be like,
1: I called it. oh shit well i'm sorry girl i mean
0: you're the winner in my eyes because then we came to that maxi challenge of doing the rap battle and those fucking (laughs) lyrics are like i would hands down say possibly the best set of lyrics to come out of drag race
1: Yes, that's so great to hear thank you
0: (laughs) that's been out for how long now and i'm still on the regular like Big booty bitch, and I'm just here to show you. Like randomly in the shower, I'm like, "Scarlet, Bobo, look for no, no." Like, was that? Did you have those pre-written, or was that in the workroom?
1: No, it was literally in the workroom. I just didn't know what to do, and I just, I, I just started writing. And I think I say that it's like probably because of my ADHD, because my mind goes like a mile a minute. So I, I can't sit and write you a novel. But if I have a small task to do, I can just like bang it out real quickly, and then it's. It's just like, it's it's magic. It's, it's, it's really weird, actually. Like, I'm good at, if I have to do something that takes time and prep, that I'm not good at it, but if I, like, need to off the cuff do something, then I tend to slay at that.
0: I don't know how you didn't win the challenge, not going to lie. Me neither. Who won? Priyanka? I, I can't remember.
1: <laughs> Obviously
0: forgettable. But I will say one of my personal kinks is Rita Bagger singing Team L-E-M-O-N.
1: Yeah, that is I like
0: her. one like don't like the rest of the verse but that bit, sick <laughs> bit. <laughs> so how long did you have to prepare for going into drag race
1: uh a few weeks um not as long as i would like but that's that's the game honey right I like mean, nobody I, could
0: tell because all of your runways were impeccable there was never a week that I was like um mm.
1: for the most part they were like there There are some that I I wish I can change up but you know what like that's the thing with being an artist it's like it's like I could look at my anything I do like as an artist when you're constantly trying to grow and and go above and beyond it's like I could look at work I've done a week ago and be like, oh, I could have done better, right? So it's like, over time, you become uh, less gagged over what you created, I guess. Does that make sense? I mean,
0: yeah, it makes sense. But you've still, you've gained, like, so many fans and global, like, success. Even though the globe has shut down. Like, so (laughs) I think you should be really proud of what you did because... Thank you. I'm, like, active on social media and things. And there was, like, an outcry of being like, no, Elona should have went home.
1: Like, fun, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Um, I was actually thinking about this last night. Like, it would have been nice to stay the extra episode, but it worked out perfectly for me. I had a great send off, and my pageant gown that I like. Okay, so what I was, I'm gonna say something to you some tea right now. What I was supposed to wear on the pageant, I actually ended up wearing for the finale my goal, not my goal, my uh, completely rhinestone crusted gown. And the reason being, because I hired somebody to do my finale outfit and my, they actually also did my promo look and they completely like fucked me and went MIA for like two weeks. And then I had to have my promo look made and my finale outfit remade in a matter of like two days. I had to reorder all my fabric. It Mom. was like nuts. Like, so it, it was like a blessing in disguise because I was able to like look incredible at that finale honestly when you were in like that little untucked in the finale and walked out
0: on the uh, the runway i was like fuck that's good i was like she was like i've come to show you what you have missed the past what four weeks
1: and my tits are bigger now so (laughs) hot
0: so mine after lockdown (laughs) just get i've been stress eating so fucking much it's fun And then you quit smoking and you're like, what can I do instead of smoking a cigarette? Okay, I'll just eat three bags of chocolate. It's great. I love it. (laughs) It's not going to be fun though when like people have got my CV and they're like, so you're 15 stone and I'm just going to be sat there like the 150 pound man full of Cadbury's (laughs) chocolate.
1: (laughs) oh my god yeah i was like really bad for most of fucking lockdown but i recently started this diet that i'm doing where all i eat is uh an almond for breakfast you know i'm just joking i've just been do- I've, been doing keto- <laughs> I've been doing keto for a month and uh i miss the sweets and i miss the carbs but it's working and i'm, I'm kind of slimming down and uh I feel, I feel better now Which is good Because I'm, I'm kind of preparing To like All stars Yeah but Oh my god bitch I would love to do all stars If they ever asked me to do all stars Like I would hang up And start preparing I wouldn't even answer I would just Click, click I would I want to
0: see like All of the Canadian queens The American queens The British queens The Dutch queens The Thai queens All in one season
1: Oh my god That'd be crazy Like
0: just That'd be fucking amazing bitch Balls to the walls Davina and the Vivian Screaming about Who can sing in more languages a uh, kind in the corner being <laughs> kind. What was that yeah. first untucked like when she sort of went in on you?
1: It was kind of fun, honestly. I kind of black—I blacked it out a little bit. Like I didn't really remember how crazy that fight was. Uh because we were all so fucking stressed out literally drag race was like the most stressful experience I've ever, I've ever had in my entire life walking into that work room for the first time i've never had so much adrenaline pumping through my veins in my entire life so to be in that work room also i thought i was in the bottom because my my fucking first runway look was crazy i was looking at myself like bitch they're gonna fucking send your ass home you look insane right now and they were they were gagging for me and only giving me comments I'm like hey guys going to the workroom I was like oh my god I'm fucking in the bottom I'm lip syncing I'm gonna go home but I was I was really in the top um and so we were all just so stressed out and then time coming for me I just flipped on her like <laughs> like that's not me girl normally I I won't act like that but like oh
0: i bitch. think we were all sort of like at home being like yes you fucking tell her
1: because you know what in. i was doing like i like i literally watched re-watching the show for the first time ever i was like bitch get her like <laughs> fuck that bitch i also want to say kind of like the sweetest person ever like oh, I, tv's yeah, not like, real people yeah i think she got we were all so stressed out and she I think, really got in her head and she acted a certain way, but that's not her. Like, is like the sweetest, nicest person in the fucking world and she's an amazing bottom too. So going back to the bit about all of us being, like, behind
0: you and rooting for you during that little fight, you walked in and immediately, like, everyone's shocked that you're there and we're sort of led to believe this narrative of, why is she here? So we're getting confessionals of people being like she has a bit of a reputation for being messy and things like that and i'm like shut up yeah
1: yeah with okay one with juice box saying that in her confessional she's a bit annoying and she's messy like i was kind of upset about that on episode one but then episode two came around and i forgave her
0: (laughs) i mean she didn't get to say much past episode one
1: also i like okay yeah i have a bad reputation but one of the reasons why everyone was so gagged that I was there is because I didn't tell anybody what was going on the show. Like you're not supposed to talk about it. Like it's <laughs> you like followed a the rules. I followed the fucking rules, bitch. Cause I was like, uh Oh, like what if I get in trouble? Like who did I tell? I ha- kept a very, very small team of people to help me with all of my drag for drag race. And now like, I wish I fucking told the entire world because like I could have had so much more help, but so that's the reason they were so gay because no one knew I was gonna be there.
0: But I was also just sort of like I'm sitting thinking in the back of my head, the people with the worst reputations are the funnest people. Like they're all yeah, like they you is. never want to sit with the person that's like, Oh, they turn up on time, they just do their thing and sit quietly to the side. I'm like, no, I want something that's gonna cause some fucking trouble. Yeah,
1: like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what
0: you call a good night out. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So Did you sort of expect like, because obviously we'd had like massive success with the American seasons, the British season had done moderately well. Did you expect that, Canada's Drag Race would like stretch across the globe to the success that it has because if we're being honest the US version's a different beast and you could play that in a small village in like West Russia and somebody would be like Rosé like whereas the international ones don't have as much reach like I've never watched an episode of Thailand.
1: Yeah I, I didn't really know I thought it would be I didn't know what to expect it's so unpredictable so I really didn't see how big it could possibly get until it happened and then it was crazy and then it was fun and it was exciting and it it was amazing and and part of it I think is because of COVID because like everyone is sitting here at home doing nothing it's like they need television they need they need drag race to keep them going right so like because of that like everyone was watching and it was great from there. Like also the show was so fucking chaotic and it was like so crazy. One of the best seasons of Drag Race, hands down. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. So yeah. And because of that, it just got people hooked, right? Like. Yeah.
0: Canada's Drag Race was the first time I saw an actual physical billboard promoting Drag Race in the
1: UK. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And I was yeah, like, pe-
1: we didn't even get these for UK. People were sending them to us. Yeah. Like sending like, us photos of them.
0: There was one at the end of my street for about seven weeks. Every time I'd walk oh, down to go to so the cool. shop, I'm
1: like, there's Boa. There's <gasps> Um Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> this-
0: so what was that like you come back from filming and then we enter a global pandemic are you sort of like fuck
1: Yeah, a lot of interviews I've been doing, I talk about it a lot and I try not to be so negative cuz like I don't want to I don't want to create that narrative for myself like I'm not just some boohoo girl. No, um, but you've you've ha- been, on been one really of the biggest hard.
0: shows. You've been on one of the biggest shows for drag in the world. You should probably be touring the world. Yeah. And then we all get grounded. It's fucked. Yeah.
1: It's fucked. It's really fucked. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's just been it's been hard, you know, and it's not like it's not like a little obstacle we had to overcome uh, that that took a couple days or whatever. It's like a constant thing. We're uh, we're in lockdown and, and I'm sitting here just wondering what my life could have been, what my life should be right now. And it was just like we had the biggest one of the biggest promotions of our entire lives and the company shut down. Right. So it's like very, very devastating, very heartbreaking. Uh, one of the hardest things I have to overcome, because I'm not going to say had to overcome, because I'm still overcoming it, right? Sitting here. It's it's a challenge every day. It's very, it, it's very stressful. It's depressing. And yeah.
0: <laughs> I can imagine, though, that the market is becoming extremely oversaturated. Let's just put it this way. We just literally last night had the drag race down under cast announcement which I'm still very upset that Vanity Fair isn't on and I was hoping that the whole thing about her breaking her arm was going to be an elaborate ruse (laughs) um but yeah I I think you are the standout for me when I look at Canada's Drag Race and I don't think that when life goes back to normal I don't think you're going to have any problems making money and touring the world
1: thank you I appreciate that it's like it's not even just the money right it's like I want to be you want to live the world yeah I want to be meeting all the fans I want to get back to performing. It's like I used to I used to uh actually a year ago today I opened for Detox. Me and Priyanka opened for Detox and uh it was such an amazing show and like everyone was gagging for us and then Detox came out and it's like they just lose it for her and it's like she is just a presence and yeah. because she because she is one of the most well-known queens, she was able to do anything she wants and it's like to have that to have that love thrown at you all the time must be like so incredible so i'm just i'm actually like really excited to like oh, it's to finally be- get out there and like i can't wait until like- you make it to the uk i want to see some shit shows <laughs> yes me too it's happening 2022 so
0: Again, that finale gown was fucking stunning. And I was also majorly upset that there wasn't more boar in the finale. What was that like going back and filming the finale and were you tempted to just steal the
1: crown and be like, I win? Give it to me, bitch. <laughs> uh what was it like to be it was uh relieving and it was exciting and it was nice and it was like full circle. We're all there, looking great. Well, most of us were looking great. Um <laughs> And uh, yeah, it was just nice. There wasn't a pressure. It was a celebration for us, right? Like, it was so nice. Like, if I could do it a hundred times over again, I would. You just sat there like, we're gonna watch you, You sweat this time. Yeah, it was great, (laughs) it was just. Actually, and you know what's funny is one of Priyanka, when she was lip syncing, one of Priyanka's uh, earrings or rings flew off or some, okay, one of her pieces of jewelry flew off and actually made its way through the air Towards us, me and chinomi were standing next to each other at the back, and this piece of jewelry almost hit Tainomi in the face, and I went boom, and I swatted it away. Like, a foot away from her face. <laughs> like, oh, performer,
0: so drag queen, bodyguard. That's the new title, I think.
1: Bodyguard, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I just want to quickly touch upon it, because it was a massive thing, the judging of Canada's Drag Race. Um, and yeah. I-, I think they got a lot of shit for not doing very well when I, I think that they've done a good job it was a brand new season
1: absolutely I really need to shut up about it because like yeah there were some uh interesting choices but there is no need for harassment online to talk shit to people online this is an amazing experience for everybody and this is something that is going to boost all of our careers and we're all in this together like we're all trying to create great television and yeah this is their first time hosting I mean uh judging it so it's like of course we're like all finding kind of our 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 rhythm right so it's just it it sucks and I really feel for Jeffrey because uh we were all like you go in and you're expecting gold and it's so unpredictable so when he when the show started airing it got really dark for him and i i just feel for him like i couldn't imagine what he was going through with all of this hate thrown his way it's it's not fair it's not nice and it's just shit and i feel extremely empathetic towards him
0: also if people just don't know that's his job like he is yeah. literally being paid to do that
1: exactly and it's like like i said earlier like people find a People find uh, a target and it, uh, it it starts going, right? It's like, it's like, it's a snowball effect. Like, oh, I don't, I don't like him. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, next week, uh, more people don't like him. And then it just turns into this big thing and it's so unnecessary.
0: Like the new series of UK season two, it was Sister Sister, right up until Sister Sister went home, and now everyone hates Lawrence and Lawrence has deleted his Twitter account.
1: Yeah, exactly. And fuck, man, like, I just don't understand. (laughs) No,
0: there's people that I don't like on television, but
1: that's a TV show. She's probably
0: not like that in real life. She's probably really lovely. and. I would never go out of my way to be like on Twitter. I've never met you, but I've watched you on television. So go kill yourself. But yeah, no, exactly. Stupid. Right.
1: Like it's so stupid. I just I've never been that kind of person to sit behind my keyboard and, and just talk shit to people. Uh, so I just can't understand like what goes through people's heads when they when they, when they do this kind of stuff.
0: You've got more chances of me talking shit about myself online than anyone else. <laughs> like, it's mental But we're coming to the end of the podcast now And I always like to play a little game And it's called Stage
1: Right yeah. or Stage Shite Yeah, sorry, we just cut out So can you yeah. say that again?
0: Um, It said my internet connection was unstable Like my life <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so stage right, stage shy right, I'm going to give you three crazy Theater, drama school, secondary school Stories, two of them are the truth The whole truth and nothing but the truth And one of them is a lie I don't know which one's which, so we can play along together And I, pers- I specifically asked My friend who does all of these for some raunchier Ones, because tame is not a word I associate with bore. Yeah. Okay so great, that sounds awesome We've got some raunchy ones, so I'll go through them now Number one, in class one time during an exercise, we were doing improv. One boy bitch slapped another so hard and there was a genuine pause of silence. And the boy that got bitch slapped had to be escorted out of the room to stop him from killing the other boy. I can see that happening.
1: Number two,
0: one time during one of our university shows, a boy really needed to pee and was supposed to be on stage for a solid 20 minutes. Eventually, he went behind the bar scenery and crouched down and took a piss in a bowl all still while acting and delivering his lines. Me, that's if I was ever a performer. Number three, the most bizarre moment of my career happened during my second time performing at the Edinburgh Fringe. I don't know how or why it happened, but I had a full orgasm on the stage in the middle of a scene. Still to this day, I don't know how I got so turned on.
1: That's that's true. I think the middle line, the second one, is, is the
0: lie. I'm thinking the same because if you need a piss you can sort of hold it in yeah exactly we're both wrong it was number one the person didn't get bitch slapped but somebody took a piss on stage behind the bar oh nice that's cool that's if i mean whatever floats your boat i personally would rather (laughs) piss myself yeah
1: (laughs) we've all been there right
0: (laughs) yeah like i i've needed a pee on stage but and i've been on shows that have got bars and things that i could hide behind but i've never thought i'm just gonna go and take a piss in one of those bowls back there like that's <laughs> so stupid so we're at the end of the podcast now thank you so much boa for coming on and joining me it's been so lovely chatting to you and like i said i'm such a big fan and i can't wait for you to make it over to the to the uk so we can all have some fun and Get over this shite show that we've had. Um, so you got music? Where can we find all of your music and stuff? And you on social media?
1: You can get my music on. You can get my music on uh, Apple, uh, Spotify, Amazon. It's all over the place, girl. If you Google it, you'll find it. It's called "Getting It Done." It's my. It's my first single ever, and it's a banger. You can follow me on Instagram at boa the drag Queen. You can find me on YouTube. I I'm on XTube, Backpage, XHamster, <laughs> Cornhub and uh a corner near you
0: through that thank you so much bo for coming on and being a, a lovely guest it's been so lovely chatting to you and i can't wait to hopefully meet you in the flesh at some point when all this shit soon over. yes soon, hopefully soon, soon.
1: thank you so much ingram
0: and there we have it the end of another episode of Drama School Dropout thank you so much for listening in at home guys it always makes my day when these go up and everyone's enjoying them and remember you can always follow me on social media at Ingram Noble to see my mess of a life on all social media platforms you can find a boa on Instagram at boa the drag queen and on Twitter at bitch on arrival you can submit your stories for stage right or stage shite for me to share with my upcoming guests by emailing Drama School Pod at gmail Dot .com and as per usual we will be back next week with another episode of drama school dropout and i'll be chatting to an actress who found fame on netflix's orange is the new black i'll be chatting to ashley jordan so make sure you're back here same time same place next week because it's such a good episode and you don't want to miss out drama
1: school dropout no graduation day for- I'm up out Found your whole course Now try something new Try scoot up out